Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Welcome, everybody, to another House of David uh, Bible study. Um, tonight, we're going to hear from one of our great sisters, Sister Sharon. Yay! Yes. Yay. Yes, yes. Finally, we get a word from the uh, the wise one of the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be uh, coming from 1 Samuel 21, right? Yes. So take it away. Praise God, praise God, praise God. To God be the glory, to God be the praise. Praise God. Before I start reading, um, looking at First Samuel 21, I'm going to look at um, St. John, verse 1, chapter 1, verse 1, and verse 14 together, and then we're going to pray. Praise God. Um, the Word of God says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld the glory, glory of the only God, God not the Father, full of grace and of truth. And of his fullness have we all received and grace for grace. Thank you, Lord. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth was given by Jesus Christ. Praise be to God. Father, we thank you, we honor you, we magnify you, and we bless your name. Father God, we're here ready to have an awesome time in you just to hear what you have to say to us, oh God, so we can be of a clearer mind with sharper wisdom and understanding, Father God, and the intellect to speak your word boldly in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you and we praise your name. Give us a listening ear, oh Father God, so we can hear what you have to say to us tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. And I truly believe that all of us have already looked over on Samuel 21. Yes. Praise the Lord. So, um, the teacher in me will not allow me to talk But while I was doing study. Sorry, one moment. If we can just mute, mute the, um, the Skype. So we um, make sure we can hear. Okay, go ahead. Okay, when I was looking over um, this, this First Samuel chapter 21, and I was looking at it, and I was looking at David um, and life, how he's run away from Saul. I'm not going to read it, but I'm going to look at a few verses in there because everybody's going to get a chance to chime in and see what God is saying. Um, if I was supposed to, when I look over this and I, God has showed me these pages of David's life and what he's going through to where he's bringing him, and I say, Father God, um, now tell me, David is a man that was anointed to be king, so he ran away from Paul and he killed Goliath. What's the point? 
if I was supposed to name this um, Bible study tonight, I would call. I would say this would be David know God, but did not know the God in him. David know the God who is out there, who is praying to in the wilderness, but no, David did not know the God who is in him. In wow. To be, if I was to give this Bible study a name. Oh. When David came to Samuel, to the priest, first of all, David, the first thing David do, he went back to Samuel when Saul was chasing. And when Saul was chasing David, he went back to Samuel and he poured out his heart to Samuel. He said, I ask you, what is my time? Are we really? Um, just one, Are we on? one, one moment. Um, if, if you can mute your, if you can mute your, um, your Skype so everyone can hear her. And then that's all the way up. Um, I apologize. I'm hearing from Summer. Okay. I'm still inside, not from even the feedback. Just, she's way too low. Okay. So, Sister Sharon, just make sure that your that your um, volume's up on your phone too. I'm all the way up. All the way up? Okay. Can you hear her now? Can you hear me? A little better, yeah. Okay. I can continue? Yes. Perfect. That is perfect for me. Very good. I'm going to stand up. Praise God. So as I was saying, if I was supposed to, if I'm going to name this Bible study, I would name it David knew no God, but did not know the God in him. If I was to name this Bible study tonight, as how God has showed me. It's going to be a little different from what you guys probably understand of Bible study, but um, this is how God has taught it to me so and share with me, so I'm going to share with you what he has put in my spirit. Okay, and the first order is that David came to Nob to Amalek, the priest, and Amalek was afraid of meeting David and said, why are you alone? And what, um, what I, when I look at that, I said, well, David did went to Samuel, and then the first order, Samuel anointed him to be king, and now he's going to the priest. He's seeking help. So the next order, he went into the church. He's going to the church to see if he can find help, which he did find help. But when um, Amalek said that he was alone, he said, um, the priest said to him, you know, even even though um, he was a priest, he was afraid because he met David because David was an influential man. So why would this man be alone walking around? Why why he has no one with him? So he asked him, why are you alone? And David said, look, I'm a business for the king. The king has sent me an errand which nobody needs to know about, so that's why I'm alone. But at this present time, I'm hungry. So what do you have to give me to eat? And he gave him the showbread, and which is fresh. And the showbread is a representative of who God is, the bread of life. So we have to; it has to be fresh on the altar daily. It cannot be stale. And if you are, you, we ha- cannot just come before God like that. We have to present ourselves clean unto God. He said, "You can get the showbread, but and you have never been to it with a woman. What have you been doing?" He said, "No, I have not." 
because David has no time for that. He's run away. He left his wife at home. He's running for his life. He has no time for any type of fornication. He just knows that he needs to get away from Saul. But therefore, um, when I look at this, First Samuel chapter 21, God showed me David's lifestyle. David um, is going through um, a stage of life where he, God has to make David exactly know who he really is, David himself is. Because David was on the backside of the mountain. We know that he was counted for nothing. He was the least of the least, and God went and picked him up. So he really had to find out now, who am I in God? And that's where, where it comes in. And when David found out that he's sinning against God, and he found out that, um, how can I get back to God? And he realized his line. So that's when he wrote Psalms 56. And Psalms 56 came about. He said, have mercy upon me, O God. If you don't have mercy upon me, man going to swallow me up. Saul going to hurt me. He's going to do all manner of evil against me. And he repented because he noticed that he's going down to a path where he cannot handle himself. And even so, when he went further into it, you saw where he used the sword, the sword, which is the word of God. And the same sword that he had used to kill the enemy, that's the same sword he went back into the enemy camp with. And when the king saw him, he has to pretend that he's mad. But when, just to overrun that, but God, how the Lord showed this to me. David challenges come because he's in a season where God is separating the impurities from him to allow the character of God in him to grow. Therefore, he, we, therefore we cannot grow, he cannot grow without challenges. And this is the test of faith. faith. This is a test of faith. Faith that is not tested is not faith. And now, right now, David's faith is being tested. Are you going to believe me that I'm going to take you to be king? Are you going to help yourself out by doing these things? Where are you coming through from with this? So each stage of David's life, you see the spiritual, physical growth is in the function of involves challenges. And then you have the intellectual growth, which involves the learning. So you see where David's physical growth have him to go through challenges. And the challenges are running away from Saul. How he going to present himself to the king, the priest, and now he presents himself to the to, to the king, and both of those challenges were where he lies. Now he's seen himself. He's seen that what he's doing is wrong. So now he has to get to intellectual growth where he has to learn. And that's where he comes in and wrote Psalms 56. He has to ask God for forgiveness and to have mercy upon him. And even so, when he goes, goes on and he turn, starts spitting on himself, his, the spiritual growth begins to come in. So now he has turned back to God for obedience. And that's when he wrote Psalm 34. And Psalm 34 allow him to say, your praise will continually be in my mouth. No matter what I'm going through, I will boast in you. You are the only one who brings me through. And to say that, it says that, to look, put myself in David's shoes. I know I probably would have done the same as David did because I am a human and we are prone to sin, but we know all things work together for good for them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. If you are born, you need to grow. And if you are grown, you also need to face persecution. If you are persecuted, you need to become an overcomer. And if you are overcome, you need to proceed to victory. The purpose is to draw, this purpose is to draw us closer to God, to maintain our spiritual union with God, to increase, increase our faith in Jesus Christ, and to keep 
keep us in his impurities, to keep us from the impurities of the world. So therefore, the lie and the the foaming of the mouth and all these things, this is the two main characters that I look on, is where God is getting the impurities out of David's life so he can actually grow into the kingdom, king that he wants him to be, to run the kingdom that he has to be given to him. And that's what I overall I look into it and see these are the challenges. We, need, we ourselves face these challenges daily. We ourselves need to look in ourselves because if we say we lie, we are, if we say we lie not, we are just a sinner. We are a liar if we say we sin not because we, we lie daily. We do these things. David's life is just to show us who we are in Christ, how we can be David too. It's not to say why he sinned and this and that. God can anoint us a lot of times and just tell us that he's going to put us on the mountaintop. And by the time we reach the bottom, we just start lying because we tell a little white lie. We don't want nobody to know what's going on with our life. Everything is okay. It is well. And we know within ourselves we are lying. So this scripture is to help us search ourselves and to find out who we are in Christ and what would we have done if we were in David's shoes. And the floor now belongs to you in Jesus' name. Let's hear what God has to say through you guys and so we can sharpen each other. Wow. Hi, guys. Hello. I'm on the street, so in order to alleviate all these lies and stuff so I can go back to the booth, let me go first. Okay, Sister Sean, very deep. All right. Um, I'm picking up two things in reading this particular scripture. Sorry about the noise. I'm picking up one, David fear, and two, David mistrust. Um, his fear of running from Saul and him mistrusting the king that could probably help him. But because he didn't know the king like that, he knew of him, but he didn't know of him that way to know if he could trust him with vital information and that he wouldn't go back to Saul. Because by this, this king and Saul must be friends. They have communication. So, and the king have no knowledge that Saul is so wicked. So God put wisdom in David, although he was doing all these things. God put wisdom in him to let him think that, hey, look, if I tell this man this, he not knowing that Saul is like this, he's going to go back and tell Saul that he saw me, then probably Saul is going to kill him for not bringing me to him. So, listen. I don't know you like that, so I can't trust you. So guess what? I'm going to have to tell you this lie. And then now, I am looking at us, like David. A lot of times, we try to make our own way. And God allow us to make the way ourselves. But he never leaves us. Allowing us to do, to make our mistakes, doesn't mean that he leaves us. He just allows us to do it because that's what he does. He allowed David to make all his mistakes because he allowed him to lie. Then he allowed him to behave like a madman because David was trying to save me, David, trying to save me, David, at this time. I wasn't looking at my God, my great God, my giant God that I serve. I am looking at David trying to save David. Likewise with us, sometimes we try to make our own path. 
even though we are trusting in God and we know God is there and God is able and God is always coming through, we try to make our own path. God allows us to walk that path and make our mistake, but then you come to a point and say, okay, you've done all of this, and I see you, you, you're making your own path. Continue walking there, but I'm going to bring you out. Because I think that was what happened with David. He said, okay, David, you lie. You pretend to be mad. Keep pretending, but I'm going to bring you out. Okay, okay. that's me. I'm going to go yeah. on mute again because it's very noisy on my side, okay? All right, sir. And David may not have been conscious of the Lord's guidance in his plan to pretend madness, but the Lord was guiding his this David because David is man after God on earth just the same. And this is where he says the same good men are ordered by the Lord. Praise God. Can somebody else chime in? For me, um, I I was I was looking at the uh, one of the things for me in the natural that I have recognized in my flesh, and uh, probably other flesh struggle with the same thing. Whenever there seems to be the same gifting mix, mm. there is uh, jealousy will come about, and the uh, the spirit of competition competition will come about. So if I am a singer and Debbie is a singer and Summer is a singer, Sharon is a singer, since we're all singers now, it seems like what we do is compete with who sings the best, who wants to sing, and all of that kind of stuff. And it's a natural thing that happens with the human. And if you're not mature in the spirit and able to cast that down and die on the flesh back, then it can get, it can conceive and cause more. So I believe in, 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 in where David was with Saul. Saul was fine as long as David was not meant to be king or or, or is going to be king. He was fine when David was a boy and playing music because it didn't threaten what he did. But as soon as David was to be king, then there's a threat because now there's only one throne. So when David goes to this other king, he started to before this other king even think that I am a threat and kill me because the last thing I need is two kings trying to take my life. I'm going to behave like a madman to say, listen, your kingdom is not even, you know, I'm not even in the line of kingship or this is not what's happening from in my past. So I believe David acts like a fool or like a madman to say, I am not your threat. In fact, you don't even need me, so you would not even try to kill me. Because, you know, whenever there is a, anything like that, people get threatened and you start to think like, hey, uh, whatever. So I believe that that was kind of why David just kind of like said, you know what, I'm a crazy man. Get me out of your side because uh, there's no need for me here. Huh? Amen. Would you like that just want some food. I of your kingdom is not, um, uh, so that's one of the, the things that I thought like, oh,
seeing God or speaking to God or I get really I get like I don't really understand too much about well like that too much. You have to consecrate yourself. Any priest, even a high priest, even Moses or Aaron, remember they all were married, right? Right. But before Moses could go in to see God, he had to consecrate himself. They had to clean themselves. Make everything pure. Everything that is earthly, you had to withdraw yourself away from. So that includes your wife, your children, and everything else. You have to prepare yourself before you go see God. Because if you go to God incorrectly, and as you saw, two of Aaron's sons went in there uh, into the Holy of Holies, and they end up dying just by stepping into that room. So that showbread was supposed to be an enlightenment. It, it was supposed to uh, be a, 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 a removal of the veil before you went to see God. Right. That's what that showbread was so sacra, uh, sacramental for, that when you ate that showbread, it was, a, it was to help you on that journey to the next step, into the next room to see God. Without it, you can't... Is it like the Ark of the Covenant? What's that now? Is it the Ark of the Covenant? Well, you, you eat the showbread before you go into the Ark of the Covenant. Before right. you go into the Holy of Holies where the Ark of the Covenant was. You had to eat the showbread and the wine. It's just like a just like a Passover meal. It was bread and wine and oils and candles there. Mm-hmm. And it's just like Jesus did at the Last Supper. You broke bread, you drank the wine to to, to enlighten yourself. It's kind of like, you know, that manna from heaven that 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 sustained you. You didn't need anything else but only what God provided. That's the symbolics of it. And so Pastor, I'm not remembering is that before the tabernacle? I can't hear that is that is in the tabernacle. tabernacle. The showbread is in the tabernacle. Yes it yeah. is. It's okay. in the holy of holies. No, so it's in the holies. Oh I'm sorry, it's in the holies. It's in the holies and the holy of holies is where the ark was. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so okay. it was the room before the ark. So that that pretty much that's it because you know when the priest wanted to give him that bread that's why he said did any of you sleep with a woman did any of you do anything that that's is right. ungodly mm-hmm. because I can't give this to you because it, it now it's a sin and it's, it's held upon the priest's head if he did so. So I guess my question still is is that fornication or is that Intercourse, like I'm, I'm, uh, it's, intercourse. It's, it's intercourse. It's intercourse, but it's still fulfilling the, the lust. It's fulfilling the flesh needs, the yeah. needs of your flesh, or like they say, the lust of your flesh, right? So right. You, you shouldn't be fulfilling anything that your flesh desires. It's almost like fasting, right? Just like yeah. with fasting, you can't fulfill those things. You've got to deny those things to be able to be sanctified, or what's called sanctification or purification. Okay, so well, don't take that into account to today, okay? Because remember the veil the veil was rent in two. No, yeah, no. You don't have to I mean the only thing that he tells you not to is within fasting. If you're fasting, don't do it. But if you're you know, just praying to God or going to, we can go to God anyhow, you know. 
And that is true, Sister um, Sister Summer, that is so true. We can go to God anyhow, but he still have an order. Because yes, of course. course. Yes, of course. I'm talking about which. She's, she's talking about specifically um, having intercourse with your husband. Okay. This is Oh, you answered that question already. But yes. um, look, at, I want to piggyback on what um, both of you said, Sister Summers and Pastor Keith said. When I was reading this and I said, but Lord, look at this. He said, that's why you come to me. You praise me first because I have teached you how to pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be my name. I am the holies of holies. I am the bread of life. I am the showbread that you come to Jesus before you get to the Father. So you, you, you say, enter into my gates with thanksgiving and into my courts. And right. if you notice with this, you also, because we, the veil is ripped, as Pastor Samara says, and we know this, this is where Jesus comes in. We can, still cannot present our gifts to God any and anyhow, ourselves. We still have right. to worship him. We still have to praise him. We still have to allow him to us, for us to enter in to his gate with thanksgiving and into his court with praise. We still have to anoint our, wash our face clean. You don't have to put oil, but make sure we are, don't, God is a holy God. He's a clean God. And That's they me. that worship, and he also spirit, and they that worship him, must not in flesh, but in spirit and in truth. Correct. Flesh cannot stand before God. So if we look at the Our Father prayer, which are in heaven, we will see, still see the order of the showbread. <laughs> we still see the order of how we're supposed to present ourselves to God. Praise be to God. So somebody Amen. else can come in and share what's on your heart tonight. Amen. Sister Kathy, I'm going to call on you like I'm in school. Sister Kathy, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand. I understand 100% what you're saying, Sister Sharon. You know, sure. um, and 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 to break down that, um, you know, um, the twenty third Psalm, our, our Father who art in heaven, to, to break that down in the manner in which you just did. I didn't think of it that way. You know, of of us actually, you know, being that that being the tabernacle. But um, you know, going with what Sister Nadine is saying, you know, my mind is just sitting here like, okay, so if um. That means that I was actually having, you know, um, intercourse with my husband or, you know, of, you know, maybe not everyone gets up and washes up or does anything like that. But, you know, if I feel like um, I want to um, be thankful or I want to praise the Lord, you know, I, you know, you know, I, I just want to pray or I just want to talk with him because prayer is just talking with him. You know, am I to not do that because I'm unclean? you know, basically is, um, you know, what we're saying. But, you know, you know, we go with there's a time and there's a place for everything, but we can pray anytime, anywhere, you know. So, you know, to say that, you know, one way is right, yes, yes, this is what we should do. But because we're in this situation and we're in this place doesn't mean that we can't. And Sister Kathy, also remember that um, God made marriage. He made marriages. He put a man and a woman together. Exactly, yes. He will not hold that against you. Um, 
it's just a matter of how we not to treat him as if we don't recognize him to be our king of kings, our Lord of Lords. He honor marriages. He wants you to have those relationships with your husband. He wants you to do things. But, you know, it's time for your husband. It's time for your husband. When it's time for God, it's time for God. Mm-hmm. I remember. I, I, can, I can agree with that. I'm, I'm thinking back to um, 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 Apostle Jerusha. And what is it? the Song of Solomon, you know, and I remember um, her giving a um, a study or, or at one of our retreats, you know, um, she talked about um, Pastor Summer, help me out of here a little bit, but um, she just talked about that this is how God wants us to love him, you know. And, oh, and you're talking about heart. something different. You're talking about you know, spiritual you're you're talking about something different, which is spiritual intimacy. That's one on one with you and God. Um, that's okay. not to be, okay. that's not not to be compared with physical intimacy. No, that's two totally oh, okay. different things. Okay. No. okay, 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 okay. Thank you for correcting me. All right, all right. I understand. But you're you're, you're okay now, right? Me. You, yeah. You you understand what she was saying? Um, I understand. I I understand both ways. Yes. Okay. 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 Who is next? I was going to call on the lady over there with the braid in her hair. I'm in school now. I'm I'm standing before my classroom. I want to know if we are sharing or learning anything. So. Sister Dance. You can hear us. Debbie? Yes, Miss Carr? She's calling on you. Oh. <laughs> I didn't hear Sister Sharana. But um, really powerful. I just want to piggyback on um, the fact that when we read, we all get something different mm-hmm. or sometimes yes. a little bit similar. And um, how, how God is, you know, uh, through God it's one body, one flesh, one spirit. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it was just so powerful hearing you bringing across the different points and the sanctification piece. And when you look at sanctification now, um, under Jesus Christ, what it means versus in those days, how serious it is. And one of the things that, as I read this scripture, it just made me more grateful for grace because it is under grace, it's still a little complicated, um, yet in those days it was just a lot of things that you had to do, which made it much more complicated, but um, people still uh, set aside themselves and love God, and um, the, the true, uh, true um, theme that I see shining through here and in all the verses is, you know, how David's life, you know, God says, in all of these even when he lied, you know, and even when he wasn't, um, it, I, sometimes I wonder if his psyche was really affected because there was a lot. And I know for me in my human state, when I go through a lot, sometimes you just feel like you've had enough. And so in this scripture, it did let me think of was he reacting? Uh, was he acting, or was it a moment of insanity coupled with wisdom, right? So I do think about that, 
uh, was it grace uh, 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 showing, or the Holy Spirit showing up there and just taking over? I really don't have all the answers, but it, it's really powerful to see a man after God's own heart with natural feelings like us, natural things like us, um, you know, the what he's going through. And yet God called him, you know, in a moment of weakness, God still called him a man after his own heart. And I did not know that Psalm 34 and the other Psalms, that I believe it was 54 that you mentioned, Sharon, is connected <laughs> to this particular time in his life. And I heard some made a, a reference to Psalm 91 and the, the scripture that she did last, last week. So really powerful to study together. Again, the Bible asks us to study to show ourselves approved, and um, really great hearing you bringing across those points after diving in. And um, yes, Kathy, um, it, it gets complicated at times, but <laughs> on the grace, none of it, none of all those stuff actually matters. But as you read the Bible, one of the things you are eager to learn, and you have a lot of questions, and the Holy Spirit is like one of the best teachers. And um, I know in my folly sometimes I have to get to my quiet time because sometimes, like, your questions, you don't even know the questions that you want to ask. But you know you have so much question because of that eagerness to learn. And, and um, God is going to show you in due season as you keep focused and keep going, diving into the Word. Um, about what different scripture means and different revelation will come. But great to see that you're bold and you come forth with your questions and you're trying to make reference and stuff like that. Great to see that happening. And Nadine, <laughs> you always bring so much humor to this thing, right, even though it's so serious. Um, but yes, <laughs> Um, I wondered about the sexual piece, and we did get the clarification on that. Because sex with the, I'm thinking that even when you're fasting, uh, sex with your husband is supposed to still be holy. But there, as, as we heard the explanation, that there's a set aside time for different things. Mm -hmm. And as long as communication is open and everyone is on the same page, then we're acting in holiness. Praise God. Praise uh, amen. 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 Um, Pastor, you want to say something? You want to add something to that, Pastor? Yeah, I got it. No. Uh, the, the, <clears throat> the grace is there, which hence the five loaves of bread, representing grace abounds before the before the presence of God. And if you notice, Jesus did the same thing: five loaves of bread. He fed a multitude, mm -hmm. you know, and it shows, you know, that God loves you. Mm -hmm. And what, is, what does Jesus say? Love itself, you know, can, can cover a multitude of sins. Mm -hmm. So David loved God. Everything he was doing was for God. You know, he had to keep himself alive to carry out God's will and purpose in his life. So that love that he has for God covers the multitudes of sin, and it shows the grace that not only the king, he showed favor with the king and with the priest. Right. 
vote that he went to and they showed favor to him, they didn't cast him away, they didn't turn him in, but they helped him mm-hmm. in both situations. Mm-hmm. So that's life of balance right there. So God, God is forever moving in our lives, yes. right or wrong. When we do something wrong, mm-hmm. it will be corrected. Because I don't care how many times we mess up, eventually we get back on track. Amen. Yeah. Praise yeah. God. Okay. And, and God is there every step of the way. It's just like your baby when you're trying to teach him how to walk, you keep falling. And what you do, you keep you keep sitting there holding them up, you know, being that little buffer, trying to get, get them to do at least two steps, and then they fall, and you pick them back up, and you try to help them out again. That's exactly what God is doing for us in our lives. Yes. Yeah. He is, yes. he is walking with us the whole, every step of the way. Mm-hmm. And just to add to that, um, when, when yeah. I was doing my study, um, that showbread was, because the tabernacle is real close to my heart. I love the study about the, shab- the tabernacle, but the showbread um, literally means continual bread. So I mean, even adding to that, it's like I'm continuing to feed you no matter what. Amen. He feeds you even in your mistakes because we and we have to make mistakes. We learn from them. We learn from each and every mistake. So um, he uh, he allows us to go through that. Like you had said, he allows a child to stumble and to fall to learn how to stand up and learn how to walk and to run and how to depend on God. We don't just automatically come out of the womb depending on God. We depend on, we depend on everything that's fleshly. But he didn't see that everything that he, that's the part that I was, like, really um, uh, amazed about. He didn't see that everything he was reaching for was something that God had already provided. I think with David, it was just like, okay, I'm going to go here. I'm going to, I can, you know, ask the priest for this bread. But he didn't know. It was like, this is the daily bread. Uh Yeah. And, you know, okay, I need a weapon to help me to defend myself. And God's like, I'm going to give you the sword. That you, you know, that you, you took from God. That you took from God. You already have the power. You see what I'm saying? I, I'm seeing in that it's like you already have the strength. You already have the, the, the faith in this because you had the faith in that, and this was your own testimony. So he's literally picking up his own testimony and, and moving on into, you know, his kingship. So it's yeah. like God was there, and God continues to be there through it all. And he never leaves us nor forsakes us. Praise God. This is what um, God was showing me with that same note, Sister Summer. God said, my wisdom contradicts the common common sense, the common sense of king, Mm -hmm. the common sense of um, even David. And Mm -hmm. it it surpasses all understanding because Mm -hmm. he uncommon challenges to prepare for David for uncommon success because he's going into his kingship. So um, David was able to fight the bear and the lion with physical strength, but God has to show him, no, I have to be in you for, for you to fight the spiritual strength. So I want you to fight to see me in you, how I'm going to deal with this. So the foolish things that he did was pitting on himself, and the king was like, oh, oh, oh. So God used that to confound the king and say, get this madman away from me. You know, and that's, you know, when David really, because they know David killed 10,000, so I'll kill 1,000. Yeah. And 
David was able to say, it's not me, it's God. So David did confess God to all. So now David has to prove God to all. Is God going to protect me or are he going to leave me? And if I can if I can add that too, can you you already said though too that that goes into the to the prayer where he said you know um, so you know as it is on earth so as it is in heaven <laughs> that it's that that these things happen in the physical and in the spiritual that they parallel each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Praise God. Is there anyone else to share? Well, um, I can share a little bit with with what our pastor was saying too. Um, I want to see David been running and what he's been going through. As much as he was going through um, and running from Saul, he loved God, yes. And what he did, as you say in um, Psalm 54, when he go and he... And he he's asked God, hear my prayer, O oh Lord, listen to the word of my mouth. And he go on and he pray, and he asks forgiveness. And because he loved God, he see that he he sin. He's like, so he asked God forgiveness. And what what Saul never did. I'll know. I don't say Saul like you know. Ask God forgiveness, you know. He, he because I guess he's a king, so I don't know. He's just being a man and didn't want to be. So they just ask God forgiveness, you know. And yet still, David, David, he is still, you know, a repent to God. And I always see this scripture, but I never know where it's falling. And thank God that I, I see where where it comes by, you know, because you listen to these scripture and they sound good. But you know, know what he was going through at that time. Yeah, right. You know where this, the time where he was, you know. Mm-hmm. And then for him to, you know, go to this place and he he, he wanted a sword and he pick up the same sword that defeat that take him that killed Goliath, you know. For him to be a favor to the to Saul now and there is what Saul trying to kill him now, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um yeah. Conrad, have, have you ever find yourself in, as a place where you sin against God and you need to ask for forgiveness? How would you have handled yourself in this situation if you were in the place of David? Oh, man. I'll do the same thing. I'll pray to God, ask him forgiveness. And, you know, because by, by your forgiveness, you know, you, I know whatever you do, it doesn't matter what sin you commit. Once you go to God and ask him forgiveness, he will forgive you. But it's for you to to be on your own tongue, your own mouth to say, God, you know what? I go wrong. Hear what? Forgive me for doing this. But if you don't say it, then it's going to be against you where you, you're walking in sin and, you know? Yeah. And Amen. then you feel, you feel like, you don't feel like, oh, no, because, uh, he haven't say, oh, no, I don't hear you ask God, forgive him for all these stuff, you know. All you just want to do is revenge on David because David's going to take the throne and he just want to sue David because he's the next in line, you know. 
praise God. And when I look at Saul life, I look at Saul as being as Judas, where they, God said um, Judas came for one purpose, and Saul did came for one purpose because God did rip the kingdom out of his hand where he was not going to give it back to him. So he right. was just as I see Saul as Judas in the New Testament, where there is no repentance, God decides that is it for you. So Saul really didn't have the inner self to repent. He did ask for prayer. He did get the prayer, but he wasn't going to get the repentance because God made up his mind. And back in the days when God said, that's it, that's it, he's not going to change his mind. Like Saul didn't have the blood that we have to go through now, which is Jesus Christ. So Saul wasn't going to get that. He didn't, he didn't have it in him. He went and seek a wizard, the, the, the witch, to help him out. So he really wasn't going to have repentance heart. Yeah, his, 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 his faith wasn't truly there. He, you know, he was appointed by God to be uh, an overseer pretty much until the true king came. Kind of like King Herod who thought the kingdom was his. And then when he hears of Jesus, he's trying to slay him because he hears this king coming that's going to take his throne. They're fighting over a throne that God's like, you're fighting over something that's not even what sure. I'm talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. So your understanding of my prophecy, you don't even you, you you're not you're not grasping it. Mm-hmm. You're fighting over a physical thing that's not going to last. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know the coming of, of of Christ, and He told them, even when they tried to, you know, you read through the through the Gospels on Palm Sunday, when Christ was riding through on the donkey, just as uh, uh, Solomon did. They tried to appoint Christ king, mm-hmm. and he rejected it. Right. He said, "No, the, my my kingdom is not a physical kingdom." He didn't. Yes. He didn't want. It. He refused the kingship, and you know, and that's what people like Saul, King Herod, and all those guys they didn't understand. They're trying to hold on to the physical when they never understood the spiritual. Mm-hmm. And that's where Saul fell short. This was a man that was anointed, was able to prophesy on numerous occasions. God showed him favor over and over again, yet he still didn't understand God spiritually mm-hmm. and didn't have any spiritual life about him. Mm-hmm. Anytime he wanted to pray, it always had to be somebody there with him. Hey, hey, I was just... mm-hmm. So, and and that 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 is the important part is that, and that's the reason why I believe you know that Jesus you know consistently preached about that. Like you know, all of these things I keep you know he kept trying to preach to people. They couldn't see the spiritual end, where he it was like, quit looking at all of this physical stuff, even to the point where when he was talking to Nicodemus and he's like, you know, talking about being born again and he's talking about climbing his mother's womb. And it's like you can't look at this thing in the physical. You've got to let go of everything that is physical and grasp this thing, see it in the spiritual. There's always a spiritual parallel to everything that is that is physical. You know, it's kind of like what I was telling you guys when we went through the fast and the Lord was dealing with me. He was like, you know, showing me the clouds you know, above and below, and he was like, go in between it. Stay in between. Do not remain completely in the physical. And, of course, you can't 
remain completely in the spiritual because you're because you're in a physical body. But the noose between the two, you know, see what God is showing you, you know, even in that. That is so true, Sister Summer, because uh, it's the same thing that I, that I thought I was talking. I was saying, you will seek me, you will find me. Yes. And, and, and it talks about that. So when you, and if you have to seek God, you've got to get in the spirit, because God right. is your spirit. Mm-hmm. And they that worship it, those they that come out to him, you know, have to be in the spirit. You can't be in the flesh right. and seeking God. So one of the things is that Pastor just mentioned it. Somebody else always has to be the, the, the priest for him. Right. So he never learned that boldness of going in for himself. Because if somebody got to talk to Conrad through me, then I never get that one-on-one relationship. So I really don't know Conrad. I just know of what people tell me mm-hmm. that Conrad is. And it's kind of like the, the, the difference between Saul and, and David. David is Oh, God, have mercy on me. God, you only and you were my sin against God. He knew me from I was in my mother's womb. He, he had that relationship exactly. where he was constantly like, forget everybody. You know, you and you only have I sin and done this terrible deed. You before me, God, you create me. You know, what is me that you are mindful? It's always that conversation with me and God. Not me and somebody else or a mediator and a baby. That's the difference between the Psalms falling over the other side and Saul in the Old Testament because he's from a culture where you have to go through somebody to know God. So his culture was a little bit different, I guess. Mm-hmm. David's Psalms is a little bit different there. Mm-hmm. But I think David is also from that era too. But mm-hmm. it's so funny how when you have a relationship, it's different from on the outside wondering, oh, God is going to feel what does he mean? Because as um, Debbie was saying earlier, you would go to God, like to Kathy. You would go to the, the one who gives the dream, the one who gives the prophecy, the one who, you know, you, you, so, yeah. Praise God. Praise God. Okay. Awesome. 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 Well, I think that every everyone got a chance to to um to say something, and I know we're kind of coming up on the hour, um. So just want to make sure that we give us uh, to Sharon her her just dues. You did a fantastic job. Awesome! Great job. Praise be to God. Awesome. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Yeah, awesome. so I'm just going to say these words, so I'm going to ask Sister Summers to pray us out and to tell us, give us some insight or whatever we need to do next. But this is what, um, once I said this, this is going to be it for me. And I'm going to re- just re- go over what the Lord has placed in my spirit earlier and what all of us had recap a little bit, knowing okay. that uh, Jesus Christ is the showbread. Right now, the word is we have him. We can go to him for whatever we want. We're going to come up to challenges. We're going to face tribulations. And this is to get us closer to I'm not hearing anymore. You're not hearing anymore? You're still hearing? I'm hearing you now, whatever you did, yeah. But you went all the way back to the, like, what's going on in the 
David's challenges come because he's in a season where God is separating the impurities from him to allow the character of God in him to grow. Because this has to happen for him to be king. I'm just recapping. And then um, the bread is Jesus Christ. We have him. We no more have to go through um, anyone for, to pray for God for us or call anyone to pray to God for us. We can go boldly to the throne. The veil is ripped. Um, challenges come in our life to build our character, to make us know who we are in Christ and where we stand with him. We are in a physical body. We are going to be born. We're going to grow. We're going to have to go through persecution. We have to learn through the persecution, and we have to um, come out in victory. So how we deal with this while we are growing in Christ and the victory that we have, it depends on how, how, what we want from God and how we are growing in him. And that's where challenges come upon us. So for, um, all things work together for good for them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. God is good and he's working out everything for our good to give him glory. Amen? Amen. Amen. Oh, praise God. Anybody have any um, prayer requests? Benjamin. I'm sorry, say again. Benjamin. One of the prayer requests from online. Okay. It's a 10-year, I believe it's a 10-year-old boy who had a but there's a lot of other medical complications. Mm. Right? I just got an update, but we continue to pray. Amen. I just want to send out special prayers for my sister-in-law um, who had some medication that's um, weakened her muscles and it's not affecting her kidneys. And, um, you know, I, I just want to speedy recovery and um, you know, her to overcome the attacks that are coming upon her body. Okay, amen. Oh, go ahead. Mother Faith is seeking prayer and uh, prayer for marriages, especially in the house of David and um, against sickness. Amen. Anyone else? Amen. Amen. Okay. We added Angel and Troy to that list. Amen. Amen. Um, and we're also going to pray for Keith's sister's sister Caleb. Um. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. The Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for this time of coming together. We thank you, Lord God, for your word and, Lord God, how you continue, Lord God, to plant seeds, Lord Father, that continues to multiply even in this moment, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for the fruit of your word, Lord God, that continues to nourish even beyond our days. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, that we will not walk away from tonight, Lord God, not not thinking on these things, but Lord God, let the word marinate in us, I pray. 
I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, that we will supplicate on your word, Lord God, throughout the rest of the week, Lord God. We have Thursday, Friday, and Saturday till a new word. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus through these days that we consider, Lord God, ourselves. We consider, Lord God, our spiritual mind, our physical walk, our hopes, Lord God, and our dreams in you, Lord God, the desires, the ministry that is in us, Lord God, the calling upon our lives, Lord Father, even as Sister Sharon said, the show bread, and that you are the bread of life, Lord God, that we should continually seek you each and every day, Lord God, without ceasing, Lord Father. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, transform us, Lord God, from the inner man, Lord God. Cause us, Lord God, to come closer to you, Lord God, to draw nearer unto you, Lord God. I pray, Lord Father, that we would sanctify our minds, Lord God, and present ourselves as a holy sacrifice, Lord God, for you, Lord Father. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, we would continue, Lord God, to see new things even in this very word, that we will consider them, Lord Father, in Jesus' name. We pray, Lord God, a special prayer, Lord God, for Benjamin in the name of Jesus, Lord God. You know the situation, Lord God. You know what has happened to this little boy, Lord Father. We pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus for full healing. We pray, Lord God, that you will bring, Lord God, his mind back to its fullness, Lord God, that you will bring, Lord God, the activity of his body back to its fullness, Lord God. I pray strength for the, for the parents, Lord God, and those that are caring for him, Lord Father. Compassion, Lord God, even as he continues, Lord God, to get back to himself, Lord Father. I pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that he has all that he needs, Lord Father, to help him, Lord God, and assist him, Lord God, to get back to his physical self. We pray, Lord God, that we uplift Kathy's sister-in-law, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus. We pray healing, Lord God, over this body. Lord God, you are a healer and a deliverer, Lord God. You set the captives free. Set her free, Lord God, from the ailments of her body. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord God, comfort and keep her. Put your name in her mouth, I pray, Lord God, that she would seek you for herself, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord God, in Jesus' name, Lord God, for the house of David, Lord God, for those, Lord God, who are single in you, Lord God, the desire, Lord God, for marriage, Lord Father. I pray, Lord God, that you would open up the windows of heaven. Lord God, bless, Lord God, the house of David with men, Lord Father. I pray, Lord God, that we be a light that draw men, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus. Show us where the cast of nets, Lord Father, to fill, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, the house and the seats, Lord God. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would even prepare your daughters, prepare your sons, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, for their union. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, that, Lord Father, you, you put them together um, and fit them together and cause them to be equally yoked. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, for those, Lord God, who have, who have begun to doubt, Lord God, lift them up, Lord Father, that it is possible, Lord God, to continue on, Lord God, and to have, Lord God, a marriage, Lord God. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, for Mother Faith, Lord Father, that you would bless her body. I pray, Lord God, that you would touch her from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet, Lord Father. Cleanse her thoroughly, I pray, Lord Father, for all that ails her. I pray, Lord God, give her relief and release and, re and relief, Lord God, of those things, Lord God, that are within her, Lord God, that attack her. I pray, Lord Father, and I rebuke the enemy, Lord God, that wants to cast doubt. 
But, Lord, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, even as she sees these doctors, Lord God, if they speak a word, Lord God, the word will not stick in the name of Jesus. But let it be a word, Lord God, that she can pray against in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord God, for knowledge and wisdom, Lord God, even in medicine, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, for you provided medicine to us, Lord God, through herbs, Lord God, and the knowledge of those herbs. I pray, Lord God, that you would show her, Lord God, show her what she must do for herself, Lord God, to be cleansed in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would continue, Lord God, to bless Troy and Andrew, Lord Father. I pray, Lord God, that you would even prepare them for marriage, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus. Move out anything that is not like or of you. Cause them, Lord God, to be a man of a standard, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you would take all the old things and the old mindset away. Lord God, cause them to stop picking it back up in the name of Jesus, but cause their eyes to be lifted, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, just like you did, Saul, Lord Father, on the road, uh, Lord God, of Damascus. I pray, Lord God, that they would fall off the horse, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, have an experience with you, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that your voice be ever so clear, Lord Father. And I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, that they would not return to the vomit, Lord God, from which they came. But I pray, Lord Father, build them up in the name of Jesus. Build up their minds. Build them up, Lord God, that they will be a testimony, Lord God, to their generation. That, Lord God, they will be transformers, Lord Father. That they will draw other young men, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we pray for Caleb right now, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We pray for her safety. We pray for, Lord God, that she makes good choices in the name of Jesus. We pray a blood covering over her mind and her body. I pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that no foul thing will befall this daughter, that, Lord Father, she will, be, she will return, Lord God, home in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that all of these things, that they shall be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We have Sister um, Nadine for Sunday, um, who um, for for um, the Word of God, and who is doing the um, Sunday school. All right, I'm Bobby. On Sunday school. For kids. And then, what about the adults? Uh, the adults is. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I'm on adults. You are okay. Okay, amen, amen. So amen. we're good. We're good. We got the the cards. Uh, and, uh, we got the cards and hold on one sec. Yeah. Hey. I love the way we're just moving forward this year. January, and we're like, party, 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 party. Yeah, I'm afraid of. Keep the momentum going in Jesus' name. Yes. Business card. Woo! We got the cards. Go ahead. Woo! I don't know if you can see it. Oh, it's like a little postcard. Yeah. But they're kind of small. They're kind of small, like little business cards. And then we put all the information on the the bottom there. And we have the opportunity to put your your name here if you're going to invite someone. Wow. Yeah. So leave that little space there so that you can put your name to say invited by. 
Good outreach. Good outreach. <laughs> so we'll have that um, for you guys on Sunday. Um, we uh, we also want to invite everyone real quick, just so that you you kind of know about it. Is the um, prayer breakfast you were talking yes. about, um, where uh, Mother Faith is is preaching, um, and um, we'll 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 get that information for Sunday um, out to everyone. Um, that's actually the day before the church anniversary on March thirty first. So I don't know. Um, if Amen. you guys can um, have anything, but if you don't, pencil pencil it in to to be a part and um, and um, encourage. Okay. Amen. 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 God bless. Wonderful do- job. To the show. <laughs> Next Wednesday. Glory. Next Wednesday. I have to get the schedule. I don't know. Oh, we'll 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 text it out. We'll text it out. We have to look at the schedule, but we'll text it out. No problem. That's how you feel. I had a bad day today. Oh. Yeah. Oh, real quick, I want to say this real quick too. I know I keep adding stuff, but I had a dream on on uh, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. And this dream was so vivid, I knew it was the Lord. But I had a dream that I was in the church, and I was walking down the aisle in the middle, and I got to the the front door, and I turned around, and the whole church was packed with people. The whole church was literally packed with people. Jesus. And then I woke up. Wow. Amen. I just believe that's confirmation, you know, the Lord of what he's about to do. Yes, amen. Amen. Yes. yes. It's you need to be prepared. Amen. Amen. It's coming. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And we keep uh, sanctifying ourselves, and we keep pressing towards the mark, and we'll make it. Amen. 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 I pray that your night be better and tomorrow would be a better day for you. Yeah, All right. She'll be. Thank you. Thank you, sisters. Bye-bye. You guys have a blessed evening. You too. Good night. Love Good you night, everyone. Good night. The death do us part. No. <laughs> oh, oh, I, 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 I love that. Love always. <laughs>
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.